I'm hiding behind all the... Uh... Good morning, nerds. Coach is going to talk to you because I can't hear shit because I forgot to start something up. So he will be your guide for the next couple minutes. Start it up. Bow, now, now, down, now, now, now. Like we're at a Packer game, but we're not at a Packer. It's Dungeons and Dragons. The Sundays are for D&D. I'm really excited about this uh, about this setup today because we've got a brand new campaign starting up um, with one of our key um, partners, Genius, out um, for several weeks here. He's um, gallivanting in God's country up north. Uh, really excited to uh, start a new campaign with... Tom running as DM and John and I, which John and I haven't really been in a campaign together where we're the primary characters. So I'm interested to see how John plays this because I'm not, uh, I'm not sure how John plays his characters. Ah, morning genius. How you doing big dog? So, as soon as Tom's up and running, the uh, the talk might trend over to a little bit about what this campaign is, set a little bit up, before we jump into it here uh, around the half of the hour. But I'm excited to talk through some character ideas, and John and I just only took a minute to, hey, this is my idea, let's do it. So, we'll see what happens. That's the uniqueness of Dungeons and Dragons, is everybody just kind of brings in their own preconceptions, and here we go. That's right. You tell them. I can hear you now. All right. Hey, that's a win. How's it going, Nor? Oh, God. Such a dumb thing. It's the first thing I start every time I start my setup. I have a, a routine, so I don't forget anything. I love it. Yeah, guess where the routine well, went. Well, now you got her. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, it's Sunday morning, so you're guaranteed a little bit of chill. So I'm not going to get on your case. Yeah. Can Can you hear the music? I can't hear the music through Discord, but I could hear it through Twitch when I was yeah. listening. I'm not going to mess with anything because I don't want to break the audio that we have. But for some reason, Genius, can you hear the music through Twitch? Oh, is he in there? Yeah, Genius is in oh, the morning, uh, lobby. Oh, morning, turd. Morning, giant turd. <laughs> yeah, I mean the music was going through because I can see the the sound wave moving. So, like, I'm not concerned about that. <clears throat> However, cool. for us, we just don't have music, I guess. You don't well. Of course, you don't hear music right now because it's not coming through Discord. Ah, tricky, tricky. There we JC, go. what's going on, baby? Not a whole lot. I gotta get rid of these other windows and refresh my coffee. You oh, go refresh your coffee and get rid of those other windows. Show now. Well, let me tell you what's interesting, Tom. Um. I was just saying to the crowd, and I don't know if you heard, that I haven't been on this side of the fence 
with John yet. Yeah. John's always been my DM. So oh, fuck. Ryan, we get to do something oh, cool here. Characters. <laughs> oh. So, interesting to me. I'm excited. All right. I got the map up. I got my character sheet up. Um, yeah. I need more coffee. I will be right back. You do what you need to right. do. <clears throat> nice. I did not Uh-oh. know that. I'm, I'm glad I could pop that cooch and John cherry. I guess. I'm not sure if that's gross or not. I'm going to go with not. Oh, okay. Good. De- definitely not. Good. So it's a, a busy area around here as I've got uh, my kids running around. My mother-in-law is here visiting us. Such a wonderful time will be had later today. Oh, but nice. uh, if you see some interesting characters uh, in the background, I am not getting abducted. It is my mother-in-law, and she is welcome to walk around the house as she pleases. <laughs> uh-huh. Might That's head funny. to Nashoda today. Has anybody been up there? Not for a long time. Oh, what an amazing beach that they have up there. I just realized the other bonus about this is if I do have to go to the bathroom, the DM doesn't leave. <laughs> yeah, it's a bonus, right? Yep. There is that. Although we can usually fill time pretty well. Yeah, you guys do well. It's always fun to go back and listen to it. Then it's like, what did they say while I was gone? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, it just ended up calling me a shit pigeon for 15 minutes. Yeah, exactly, oh. right? Focus. Till this evening. All right. Ooh. Oh, good morning, Twitch Nation. How are you guys doing today? Good, good morning. Good morning. So, Tom, are you going to handle the intro then, too, then? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Just making sure I have all my shit up. I will have you guys describe your characters uh, when it's time, just because I did not look at your characters. <laughs> I, I mean, okay. I know that oh, you're, both, yeah. you're both playing dwarves. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. Was that planned? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, we had a minor discussion. It took all of, like, what, 20 minutes to come up with a little backstory for this? <laughs> yep. Nice. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know where we're where we're going to start. That's up to you, Tom. But we John know where we were. John knows I, where I have we a bit of an idea. Yeah. John oh, knows. okay. Kind of cool. Well, you... our, our thing is starting to take shape. All right, you're gonna need to to lead us through there a little bit then, because I don't uh, I don't have that part of it, so I can't blend where we were with where we are. Well, so I'll leave. You'll, that you'll to figure you. it out real quick. Well, our motivation, Ryan, plays right into this. Ah, like jackpot. our motivation to become, yeah, do what we're jackpot. doing. I love it. All right, I'm gonna go make sure my dogs are fine because one just ran into a wall, I think, and. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't get know. Into a wall? I, well, one might have been chasing the other one. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's why I have to check on my kids all the time. Yep. I, I totally get it, man. Hear something fall or break. It's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> we feed the one cat wet cat food. So he'll eat the majority of it, but he leaves like a film on the bowl, basically. He doesn't lick the bowl clean. Freaking dog will jump up there. <laughs> yeah. Knock the bowl over. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, they, they smell it, right? I mean. It's... Oh, hell yeah. I mean, I would if I were him. <laughs> yeah, right? Ironically, like, imagine, like. I was going to say, ironically, we're playing dwarves and I shaved my beard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought about that after I did it. Today. I don't know if you can see this, but I see a bl- white. Is a white? Is a that white. a golf bag? I can't. No, really... that's that's Brutus laying in a sun, the one sunspot in our living room. <laughs> that's coming in through the front. He uh, he likes to lay and sit in sunspots like cats. That's funny. Nice. Yeah, it's yeah, there's our a little couple places, that around, a couple places around our house where you don't want to sit because oh. the cats just sit there all the time. So it's like caked with cat hair occasionally. So One of those things where you sit down and go, oh, I sat here. Shit. Yeah. You got to brush I finally beat butt. Breath of the Wild. Hey, yeah. nice work. I, f- I finally actually went and did the last boss, but I'm still playing through all the like temples and stuff. And that last fight is awesome. And the it like I decided to go through all the uh, memories. And the oh, ones yeah. I didn't the ones I did have I watched when I got to that point. So I kind of watched them all in order one night and then the next night I went and beat it. <laughs> Super cool. That whole story is actually really neat. For a game that's open world like that and so flexible, the story's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I love the way it, it's like organic told it's almost like yeah it doesn't even if you don't get to those places you don't hear that piece of the story but you can still go through the game at your leisure like it, mm-hmm. i love the fact that if you want to you can run straight to the castle oh yeah you'll get blown up but you can run straight to the castle there is part of me that wants to try a fresh run and go straight to the castle to try and get the hylian shield Right away and see if I'm able to pull that off. Be interesting. Just like a just get some freeze arrows. Because once you can kill one of the guys, you grab their weapons and then they got some beefy weapons on them. Or if you can find some laying in the in the dungeons there. Yep. Probably pull it off. Alright, you guys ready? As ready as I'm gonna be. (laughs) Are you ready? That is the question. (laughs) This is a very weird morning to not I, I pulled up all my normal windows and go, I don't need half of these. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Then you sent the map. I'm like, oh, cool. I'll put that over here. Got my character over here. And I got us right here. All yeah. right. All right. All right. Yeah. I. <laughs> well, well, we'll see if I'm ready. How, how does that sound? You're ready. All right. You're more ready than you think you are. It's always yeah. the case. Yeah. I learned. It doesn't matter if you're ready. <laughs> no. no. Side note, I had to... Uh, Create the characters in D and D, in the D and D homebrew creator. Oh, because these are all individually created characters. Tip for Ew. you: you can go and find something 
in the D and D beyond that is just an, just a creature close to it? There is nothing close to it. Really? It's crazy because yeah. there's all Ooh. kinds of shit in there. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of surprised because I looked. But I mean, I'm I'm saying it doesn't have to be like it could be a spider, and you can call it a rogue, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just call whatever is like tethering abilities are or whatever like yeah, I, magic I, I just rope wanted or... it to be basically for my own peace of mind. Yeah, whatever you're comfortable with, that's the key. I mean, yeah, and I figure the more I mess with the creation stuff, the more I can just create random bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <coughs> Good random bullshit. Learn, learn by doing, right? That's learn. that's the whole thing. Is D and D is fun random bullshit. <laughs> Interject and then you all right, flip the coin. What are you trying to do? <laughs> I'm trying to keep him from yelling at her. Okay, flip a coin. You're making a charisma check to try and persuade him to not be such a douchebag. Heads? Alright, cool, yeah, you won. You're able to convince this guy you Tails? No, you lost. He smacks you over the head with his fist. What do you want to do? <laughs> and just start playing with a coin and a scenario like that and, and now you're playing D D. Exactly. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Nerds, One Quest. I am your DM for this session. <laughs> I how much Nor- of that was, how much of that was there? That was Not enough. describing how to be a DM was one Mr. DM, JC. You word. <laughs> the I'm other one listening to him quite intently was Ryan Crazy Cooch. Crazy Book town. Hey, happy Sunday, y'all. Welcome to the Welcome to the party, pal. Where are welcome you? To the, welcome to the party, pal. And did uh, you say the, your name, Tom? Huh? Yeah, I did. <laughs> did you? I yeah. missed it. Yeah. I was laughing at myself. Yeah, I caught you as uh <laughs> I caught I caught you talking. If I can't if I can't Auto monologuing. Yeah. Yeah, if I can't catch you as a show open, I I might as well catch you with my show open. <laughs> 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 oh you sly devil you caught me monologuing uh the the one nerd that we are missing is mr genius he is away he's at band camp playing with his flute uh he will be back maybe in a couple weeks uh, i'm not sure this will be a fluid uh summers are usually pretty fluid so uh we'll be doing this style i'll be doing some dming or probably several times over the next month month and a half Honestly, looking at this and thinking about um, what Ryan said pre-show that we've never actually played together. We've never been on this side of the screen together. And maybe maybe you DM something when uh, when we wrap up Icewind Dale. Yeah. I mean, this That'd is... Be fun. Spoiler alert for what I'm doing here. This is a literally up to, I think I can get the modules up to level... I think up to at least level twelve, if not sixteen. Oh, so Into I mean, it. this is this is literally a campaign I can I can run. So you can campaign it up. Campaign that shizzle. So we are here. I am starting something new. 
Um, this is my second time DMing. Uh, the first time was for Crazy Cooch and Genius. And so we shall see how this goes. I'm sure it'll be it'll be great. It'll be incredible. So let's get started. Um, there will be no music for God knows whatever reason. My audio is as usual, every other session jacked up. So <clears throat> we haven't done this in a while and Norm's audio is fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I up I updated stuff the other day and it's great. Life wah, is good. Wah. Yeah. Wah wah. So we open our story in a quaint little bar. Music playing in the background, a loud crackling fire. All the tables are filled. There's two spots being held at the end of the bar. As a young woman wipes the wipes the bar top down, goes around, checks the tables, gets people their drinks. As the door opens up, everybody turns to look, and in walks two dwarves. They look around, look at the crackling fire, look for a place at the tables. They see the barkeep, give her a nod, walk up to the bar and sit down in the two spots that are being reserved. They look around and they say, Ellie, what'd you call us in here for? She says, well, I have a mission for you. The people that I would normally have doing this are off, off trying to, to save. I'm not sure where they're at right now, but they're they're trying to they're trying to help some people and they're trying to save our land. So I need somebody reliable and I need some people to, to do some tasks for me. When did we become reliable? <laughs> well, you're as reliable as I have. There's really well, nobody else. Everybody else is dead. <laughs> Well, you know, when the dragon came through and destroyed all those towns, I mean, a lot of our adventurers got killed in the battle. Indeed. Indeed. Sad time. Sad, sad time indeed. Yes. Yes, it is. So what I need you to do is I need you to go and visit a Baron Henrik Rennet at his manor, at his, at his giant estate. Fucking he he is his wife. <laughs> Did you need something to write down? <laughs> notes. Yeah. Notes. I need to take notes. I'm like, what was this guy's name? And I'm like, shit, I have nowhere to write it. Baron Henrik Rennet is in need of help. His wife has gone missing. I don't have much detail, but when you go speak with him, he'll let you know what, where she was. Can you do this? Can Where would we mirror? find Baron? Uh, and Ellie pulls out a, a map of the area, kind of points to a location, kind of circles it on the map. If you go here, this is he's 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 the uh what's the word I'm looking for? He's the res- well respected lord of that Baron. area. You'll you'll be able to find him. He'll have the biggest house and the biggest estate. Hmm. Hen Henrik Rennet? Henrik. H E N R I K. Henrik. Henrik. Got it. Rennet. R E N N E T. Baron. Henrik Rennet. Got it. Baron. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Can you? Will you accept this mission? Can you go ahead? Can I get a beer? Nail? Something to wet the whistle before we walk on the road? Ellie just rolls her eyes. All you adventurers are the same. I won't be able to oh, talk with this, this raspy voice. She goes and grabs two, two ales and plops it down in front of you. This one's on the house, if you accept. Sure. Already beer. winning. <laughs> He's allowing his friend free beer, man. <laughs> All right. He wipes off the, the ale out of his beard, does he? All right, once you guys are done it. drinking your beer, she says, X, Randolph, this is a matter of great importance to this man and this town. The area in which he lives relies heavily upon him and his wife. Please go help them. We'll do our best. All right, why don't you guys describe who you are, X? <laughs> Uh, I, I am a dwarf. Uh, I'm five foot two ish. Kind of not super long, um, dwarven beard, but just a well kempt. Like you don't see his collar ever, but that's about where it ends. Well kempt, a little bit longer than Cooch's beard there. Uh, brown hair tied back in a knot up there. Um, wearing uh chainmail shirt and uh it's just your basic like brown road clothes uh he carries a spear with him right now it's on his back um yeah that's about it for him pleasant disposition uh likes his ale um likes a good joke and you're never sure if you can take him too seriously Hmm. Nice. I like it. How so about you, I am, I am Randolph Ruby Fist, son of Reginald Ruby Fist. Everyone oh, knows of Reginald Ruby Fist. Oh yeah, Reginald. Um, one of, one of one of the world's great adventurers, especially in this region. Um, he, my father, has been very disappointed in my progress. First and foremost, I choose to work with hammers. He wants to teach me the axe. I don't want anything to do with an axe. Um, and uh, he thinks that's a terrible decision. I also wear purple all the time. It's my favorite color. And he's really disappointed because we're ruby fists. God damn it. We should be wearing red. <laughs> that's. But... Um... But yeah, so seems like every decision I make is just disappointing to him. So I'm just trying to uh, trying to develop my own identity in a world that is very aware of my father, and then looks at me and thinks I'm ordinary, and they would not expect me to be ordinary. But uh, just trying to start out my world as a, an adventurer. Um, I didn't want to mention I'm, our dads. I'm. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little shorter. I'm five foot even, stout. I'm a fighter by trade. Um, I wield a war hammer, and I throw light hammers as um, kind of a ranged weapon when necessary. Oh, nice. And, uh, and yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit more straightforward. Um, 
maybe not as funny, but kind of uh, um, in a world that needs an adventure, I'm kind of like looking to stake my claim. So, yeah, your your dad and my dad used to run together. They have a thing for axes, apparently. Like, they're yeah, nice. Yeah, my dad was Schmidt with Caspian, and he he yeah. He's also disappointed I don't use axes, ironically. There's something about those older dwarves, they love their axes. I mean, looking axes looking ran the world. But Apparently. Nice. We don't understand the legacy, I guess. Nope. All right. I'll make my own mark in the world. <laughs> so Axe and Randolph, you plop on I mean, that may be a shit stain in a toilet, but I'm making my own mark in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Axe and Randolph, you, you plop on the and you head out the door. Even named you, Axe. And you go off onto your horses with the map that Ellie gave you circled with <clears throat> with a bumped elbow as you go out the door as you swing yeah. around and try to talk to uh, Randolph. You bang your elbow into the door. Take one point bludgeoning damage. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I only have eight hit points. That's bad. <laughs> right. Wow, watch out there now. Uh, yeah. You hop on your horses and you go. It takes about a half day. We have ride. horses. Yeah, you'll you'll have horses. Do I have a ladder to get up there? <laughs> you have mini horses. You have miniature horses. <laughs> little horses. Yep. Shetland ponies. Yep. Little. You take your little Shetland ponies, and you go. And as you approach the uh, estate, it's well kept. It's a nice sunny day. The the estate and castle, the or the castle, the palace is looking very. Uh, clean, very well kept. There's people walking around the yard, trimming bushes and flowers, and you know, animals kind of roaming around. As you walk up to the to the building, you knock on the door, and you kind of wait. And thirty seconds later, the door opens up, and there's this well dressed man in a in a tuxedo. Kind of looks at you and says, "May I help you?" Um, we're, we're looking for, uh, um, what's his name again? Uh, Baron Henry, Baron Henry. Henry, yeah, Henry, Henry Ren, Renrat. Renrat? The Baron? The guy Baron in charge. Baron Henrik Renet lives here. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> That's who we're looking for. And what is your business? Um, um, Ellie from the Belching Dragon sent us. Ah, yes, yes, he has been waiting for you. Follow me, please. And he kind of sidesteps and shows you in, closes the door behind you, and then starts walking towards down the hall, kind of like a... So as you enter in, it's like one of those giant southern buildings where you have the grand staircase that comes around both sides. Um, There's a room off to your left, a room off to your right. Uh, and he's taking you straight ahead in deeper into the into the pal or into the estate. Axe is kind of lagging behind because he's looking in every room <laughs> as he walks down the hall, just kind of like, "What's in here?" As you walk through, down the hall, there's you know uh, big murals on each side. Uh, you would assume that it would be like family members. You know, there's one standing next to a horse. There's one you know with hunting dogs. There's there's a lady in a giant dress. You know, kind of posing as like a you know kind of like a 18th century english monarch would and as he leads you in to this 
Oh, it opens up. The end of the hall opens up into this giant room. And sitting in a far chair, a larger chair, um, is the Baron. He's just sitting there with his head in his hands. The room is very well lit. And you kind of look around and it's, you know, it's kind of like a, a entertainment room, like a sitting room. There's on one end, there's a bar, you know, there's alcohol, chairs around it. Um, there's a smoking cigar uh, on the other end of the room in one of those cigar holders surrounded by a couch, a few couches. Um, is there anyone smoking the cigar? Or is it just sitting nope, in the ashtray smoking here. itself magically? There's, yep. Nope. There's nobody there. It's uh, It's like everybody left the room it's like he had people there oh shit and just there's just nobody there mm. the Baron <clears throat> lifts his head and says come come all right should i'm we, gonna move should, uh should we sit at the, the bar <laughs> <laughs> yeah think of think of where he's sitting as not quite a throne but like the head sitting area like so there's going to be kind of like a bigger chair with a tall back uh armrest um and then kind of around him is going to be like two or three like uh, almost like when he greets and views people who have issues in his little town you know because he's not necessarily the mayor but he's like a you know he's, he's, he's the baron. baron so he's he's there <laughs> to listen to the people's problems um, sure. So this is kind of like a listening area, or you know, where he views his guests. Okay. And he motions you forward, like, "Come, come, come." Is there anybody here besides the Baron in this nope, room? Just, just the, I guess you would call him the Butler. Jeeves. Okay. Jeeves. Actually, I was, can I asked, ask? I was going to call him Alfred, but yeah. Alfred. <laughs> I was going to say he sounded like Snape. <laughs> oh, a little can bit. I ask the Butler? Can I turn around and, and ask the butler for some bourbon? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now is not the time. I look dejected. Uh, go speak with the Baron. Always the time for drinks. I, I don't. These people are weird. I, okay. Hey, <laughs> you and me are on the same page, buddy. I don't. Yeah. All right. Henry, good to see you again. Again? You know this guy? <laughs> Again for the first time. Okay. Gent gentlemen, young dwarven masters, I have an issue and I need your help. Now is not the time for fun and merriment. My wife has gone missing. I believe Ellie told you this. Correct? He told us you had a problem. Did he say something about the wife? I might have missed that. She did. She did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I might have been drinking at the time. You were probably drinking. Yeah. Yeah. She mentioned something about it. Uh, so tell me, uh, tell me what's going on here. It sounds like your, your daughter or it's your wife. Got wife. You, he said wife. Uh, yeah. 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 Wife got kidnapped. Uh, um, I don't know. By somebody. Is there any evidence? What's going on? Uh, she was not kidnapped. My wife two nights ago went to Count Labrie Moldavia's estate for a mask God party bless you for a masquerade she attended she did not necessarily want to go but she did out of uh obligation she she left 
and I have not heard from her since, nor have I gotten any type of word from the Moldovia state. Moldavia. Do you think she Sorry. made it to the ball? Yes, yes, she did make it. Her uh, One of her escorts that brought her there did return, so she did make it there safely. Were there any clues, like a glass slipper or anything left behind? Ooh, glass slipper. That would have been very obvious. Nobody has gone to the Moldavia estate yet. We do not know what oh. has happened. The, the uh -oh. state, the manor these days, there's been a lot of dark rumors and mystery. The, the former count there, Fortuno Moldavia, just suddenly and suspiciously just died. Nobody knows how. She basically went out of the duty, out of her duty for the, for the count. This is this is going to be Labrim's crowning or his uh, his counting party. I don't know what you call it. His coming out party. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. he's gonna be labeled count that night. He's gonna oh. be to count. <laughs> oh. It's one of them things. This is one of them fancy here-to-do things. Yeah. X, I wonder why we never get invited to any masquerade balls. We're pretty fun guys. I feel like a, a, a bit like a mushroom once in a while, yeah. A fun guy. So... So we gotta I go see Count Labia Dabia. Got it. Yes, I need you to go to Moldavia, the, the manor, and I need you to find my wife. Her name is Eleanor... I need you to find Eleanor and bring her to me. Bring her home. And be gone in 60 seconds? Only if you jump over 20 other Only if you jump over 20 other horses on your way home. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, all also, right. No, side so, note, Coach, you're in charge of titles because you're in charge of titles. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I need to I need to be better at this. Mm. Alright, so what were you gonna say? So we need to uh, go to Count Labia Davia's estate. Look for your wife Eleanor. Uh, and watch out for possibly a ghost of Tuna Davia. Got it? Yeah. That makes sense. I think that's the, what we're doing. None of that is accurate. Yeah. Uh, yes. we, we've got it. I mean, find we'll get we'll get our story straight between now and then. Who cares what they're called? I gotta find your wife. That's what we're looking for. Yes, find okay. my wife. Eleanor. Eleanor. And All I'm right, going... she's not in this room. Yes. You're working with the best here. Trust me. Alfred, for real. And he motions she's, over. She's to, not here. He motions to Alfred. And Alfred walks in and says, yes. Show them on the map. Pull out the map and show them where, where the manor is. It is about a day's ride south. You should make it there with no issues. Now go. <laughs> Kenna does a goofy-ass salute and about faces and like stumbles a little bit to the right. All right. I'll give 
I give him the thumbs up and then turn back to Alfred and say, Alfred, now can we get that bourbon? Alfred just turns around and starts walking out and says, Like a roadie, man. Come on. Man, these guys know nothing of doors. That's our fuel. How often am I going to be in the count estate, man? No kidding, right? The bourbon here would be amazeballs. Henrik says, Upon your return, you may have all the bourbon you wish. <laughs> Motivation. Whoa, all right, cool. Ellie's paying us for this, right? You didn't ask. No, I'm, I'm talking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> upon your talking return, to upon your return, you will also get a hundred gold pieces each. <laughs> Hundred gold pieces each, and all the bourbon I can drink. That sounds great. <laughs> yes. If you can bring my wife Done. back, we will have a party in your honor. If you wish, just bring her back. I do want. Does she that. have to be warm. I mean, ideally, that's the situation. But if she's not, bring you can't ask her back. Got it. All right. <laughs> it's very quiet. <laughs> All right. Um, are you, are you so follow him out. <laughs> yeah, I'll follow Alfred out. All right. So he brings you back to the front. Uh, he reaches into like there's a kind of a cabinet next to the the main entrance that has you know like a equivalent of a globe on it, and he opens up one of the drawers and kind of scrounges around, pulls out a, a map of the area. And uh, kind of X is disappointed. He thinks it's going to be alcohol, and then he pulls the map out. <laughs> he gets really excited, and then just kind of Bleh. points on the map. Says, "This is where you need to go." Do you think you can find this? Um, where are we right now? There's no "you are here" button on here. He points to where you know the he kind of circles the 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 uh, Renit Manor. And then he goes and he circles the the uh, Moldavia Manor and says, you are here, points, and you need to go here, and points. Just follow that road then, huh? That would be the safest bet. And it's on the left. Got it. Yes, it is on the left. <laughs> if you look at the map, it's actually probably on the right. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. We will await your return. What time so is it? When we, when we told Ellen, when we told Ellie to consider us for this next adventure, I, I don't know that this is the one that I was thinking. I thought maybe like there's a cat stuck in a tree, but hey, this is what we got. So I don't climb trees well. That might be why it wasn't the cat stuck in a tree. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That makes I sense. mean, you might be able to get on my shoulders. <laughs> I could get you up there. If we need to, I do have the trench coat that you can get on my shoulders and we can put that on. Alfred is just sitting there rolling his eyes and he kind of (laughs) puts his hands on your backs and kind of ushers you out the front door and slams it behind Okay, okay, yeah, we're going, we're going. Well, wait a second, maybe maybe Henry's wife Eleanor is stuck in a tree somewhere. This could still work out for us. It's possible. All right, look up in the trees as we go. Axe spends most of the trip looking in trees. 
So as you as you go, it it takes about a day to get there. It's you know, it was uh, it, John. You asked what time of day it was. It was you know noonish mm-hmm. when you left. So you you can't camped overnight. You know, on the side of the road, nothing went on. It was a nice night, stars out. You know, okay. Um, and you arrive there the next day at about about the same time noonish. And as you the closer you get to the manor, it just what was once a bright and sunny day just slowly starts to get a little bit more dim. It starts to get a little more overcast, a little a little chillier, a little a little nip in the air. It's it it's very cloudy and becomes very, very overcast the closer you get. And it's like it's like a witch just past gas or something, man. It's got cold quick here. <laughs> mm. That's not. It is getting horrible out here. Uh, I hope, boy. I hope this. Uh, I hope the count has some bourbon. Boy, that'd warm me up. Or at least a fire. Mm. As as you look at the house, <laughs> as you come to the entrance, uh, you notice that the trees are losing their leaves, even though it's. It's it should be it it should be full of green leaves and everything the grass is turning brown. And you well, the nice up. thing, these trees are losing their leaves, so we can definitely see if Eleanor's up there or not. Yeah, be very easy to see. Mm-hmm. But it's a little weird. Boy, this is gonna be this task is getting easier all the time. The manor like, should the tree be losing leaves like this? <laughs> There's mold and moss. <laughs> I like turn walls. around and look behind me and look at other trees. <laughs> As you approach the manor, you see mold and moss all along the walls, stone walls, uh, eaves. It's it looks very disheveled, very um, worn. Like the manor has not been taken care of. It's very, very much in contrast to what um, the other manor was. The other one was all what? pruned and, and clean, and this one is very dark and very, very moldy. And you see just a a little shimmer of light coming from inside. And off to your left, uh, through the trees, you can see kind of what looks to be some stables. Um, and to your right is a uh, kind of like a giant pond. I want to go down by the pond. Yeah, yeah. Let's, of, I mean, look at the water, look, looking for like a body <laughs> floating in the water. We've got to stable Thinking. our horses anyway, so, you know, let's you might let's have drowned. horses away. Okay. But I want to look at that pond. Yeah. When did when was this party here? Was, this doesn't seem like a party house. It's a few days ago, right? Yeah, I wouldn't want to be yeah. invited to a party here. Oh, I'd turn around and go the other way if the party was here. It's kind of creepy. Let's go stable the horses. Then we'll look at the pond. All right. So you're gonna go stable the horses. Yep. Yes. All right. So Is that you go... far building to the left. Yep, right? to the left. Correct. So as you're yeah. looking, oh, do I have the map up? I do have the map up. All right. I got the map so, up. No, I'm talking. I'm looking at chat, or I'm looking at the oh. the stream. Our um, friends so... cannot see the map. <laughs> as you map are looking, so as you go along the the road to the left, or the path to the left, it leads you over to the stables. As you approach the stables. There's kind of like a, a smell coming from the area. Uh, and as you walk up to the stables themselves, you notice that there are a few of the horses um, 
kind of they seem very skittish, very jumpy, you know, kind of shaking their head and and kind of shifting shifting around. But you also notice that half of the horses are dead. Let's not stable our horses here. Yeah. Uh, there's some nice trees we could stable them to. Yeah. Let's head over by the pond and let's tie up our horses there. By the pond? I think that's a good idea. Keep them away from these horses. Um, yeah. As you would have been approaching the stables, you would have also noticed uh, housing on the backside of the manor. Uh, one parallel, one perpendicular. And that would have been, uh, you would assume... Well, why don't you roll perception for me? Yes. Eight. (laughs) Eighteen. All right, Randolph, you would notice that there would have been kind of like uh, you would you would recognize it as as like guest housing and housing for for people that maybe worked uh, in the house. One of them was a little fancier than the other, so one would have been for guests, and one would be for for the help. Uh, There's one or two of the doors are kind of swinging open a little bit. All right, well, I think we do have to get rid of our horses first, so so Randolph will kind of lead both horses towards the pond and uh, just kind of talk strategy. Well, I think we should go check out those guest houses because that's probably where uh, Eleanor would have been staying before she oh, had back sense. for the night. That so makes sense. If she drank too much. Out. I mean, it's it's really nice of them to have like houses for when people drink too much and then they pass out. They, they just have a bed that they can crash in. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, they also have a lot of trees that you could just sleep under, so I don't really understand it, but... Yeah, I'm not a big fan of trees. <laughs> Randolph, At least not 18, sleeping under them. With your 18 perception, you would notice as you walk back to the to the lake... Oh, shit. Uh, windows are barred, except for the ones that face the... Uh, the ones that face the stables. Hold on. Huh. The, the windows are barred. Boarded up. Well, let's tie up the horses. Okay, and then we can uh, tie up the horses. And then we'll try to figure out why the windows are barred. Like, like I want to look at the pond first. Like, so well, here you tie up the horses. I'm gonna go look in the pond. (laughs) Yeah, I think that makes sense. That's where what we'll do when we when we're ready Mm -hmm. to rock here. So Axe goes walking over to the pond. Um, a little bit of backstory. His name is Axe. Just solidifying his father's obsession with axes, and like Notice he that. doesn't use his namesake as a weapon. <laughs> it's a, it was his father's call to name him Axe, and he chooses to use a spear. <laughs> so he's taking his he takes a spear out as you're tying up the horses, and he starts poking in the pond, <laughs> looking for anything floating. So the pond itself is very mucky. You're not going to be able to really see more than, you know, a couple inches under the water. It's kind of like with the rest of the surrounding area. It's just very not well maintained. There's leaves all over the top of it, kind of like 
the trees shed and then it just all kind of blew into the lake. Yeah, it's not it's not pretty. No, it's not pretty. <laughs> Very hard to and see. Also, through. I would not want to drink out of it. Gross. You crossed Axe's mind for a second, just because it may um, induce some other type of hallucinogen, <laughs> other than what alcohol does. A mind-altering so substance. <laughs> we tied up the horses uh, away from the pond so that the horses don't. Drink, drink out the of pond. the pond water. All right. Sounds like a plan. Maybe that's why the other ones are dead. <laughs> so where and do you then, go next? Uh, we are headed to the guest houses um, because we think that's where Eleanor might have been staying for the night. And uh, maybe we'll find some clues. Does it look like anyone's inside? Uh, like, you said there was a flickering light, didn't you? Yeah, I said there's just a very dim flickering light. Uh, why don't you give me a? Why don't you give me another perception check? All right. Ah, yes. Three. <laughs> yeah, you don't see anybody moving. I hit a twenty, so I have a twenty-three perception. All right. Yeah, you also don't see anybody moving at all uh you can see a little bit better into the the manor a little bit and that that flickering light is coming it seems to be coming kind of from the center of the manor but you don't see any movement at all hmm they must be out hunting all right well let's go around the manor continue to peek inside occasionally but we're headed around the back to the guest houses so all right so as you approach the the guest housing, it's kind of the same as the manor. It's not well kept. There's you know some moss growing on the cement walls, vines growing up the sides, kind of poking into some of the windows. Um, which ones do you want to check first? Do you want to check the ones that go uh, east and west or north and south? East and west. Yeah. Right. So you walk up to those and those are a little bit fancier than the ones going north and south. Or I'm sorry, those are uh less fancy than the ones going north and south. Okay. Uh which one do you want to go in? There's four doors in front of you. All kind are of Are any out. of these doors hanging on their hinges? None of them are hanging on their hinges. Uh one or two of them are cracked a little bit, like cracked open. Okay. It would probably make the most sense since we were coming from the pond to go right to left in our research. All right. I, I grab my spear and I stand with my back to the wall right next to the door and then just kind of nod it. I get very, very formal military about this. <clears throat> so you open up the first one and... Uh... I what jump is... and go, ha, and I hold the spear up in an attack position. <laughs> What's your guys' uh, passive perceptions? Low. Just... 12. Okay. Um, 13. 13? All right. As you open up the first one, there's nothing much in there, just a bed and a nightstand and, like, a coat rack. You know, just something oh. that very, very minimal, uh, something that some... Uh, not necessarily a servant, 
headquarters, but just something very minimal. Like they don't need much. Like they probably get all of their food and stuff from inside the manor. So they don't. I want to toss the bed. I want to look under the mattress for Eleanor. All right, do an investigation. (laughs) Niner. (laughs) I mean, you're not going to find anything. You, you, You find four gold. A mattress and sheets? Ooh, I found four gold. Excellent. Yeah. Oh! Jackpot! Drinking money! <laughs> That's like three bourbons. That's good. I was broke from the, our last ex, excapade. Escapade? Excapade. He'd say excapade. <laughs> and as you make your way down, you go into the second one, same thing. You find you know four gold worth of valuables. You go into the third. You can one. have that four gold. I got this. I got the last one. So yeah. Third I one, got... you find another four gold. This is like you want to split uh, this Christmas one? morning. And then the final one, <laughs> as you're opening the door, both of you hear like a sharp inhale, like a, <sighs> like a oh, little shit. gasp. What was that? That O. Kind of hear a little little rustling, little little movement inside the the room. Inside the room. Oh, get your spear ready! I hear something in there. I don't know how much ready I can have it. It's right here. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna take my war hammer and I'm gonna slam open the door with my war hammer. You hear a shriek come from underneath the bed, just a like a a young girl's scream. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! Hello? Don't hurt me! Don't hurt me! Don't hurt me! Don't no, hurt her! Don't no. hurt her! I'm not hurting her. You're the one swinging. <laughs> Are you Eleanor? No, don't. Oh, that would be easy. I'm Jenny. Oh, Jenny. Jenny. Oh, you're not who we're looking for. Oh, Are you okay? We're not looking for Jenny. It, Do you know uh, Eleanor? It, I don't. I don't know. Who's? I don't. I don't know. My is mom coming home soon? Who's oh, mom? Boy. Oh boy. Is your mom tuna? My my mom <laughs> works in my mom works in the kitchen. Oh. Oh, you're 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 you're. Oh, okay. And mm. as you look at her, she's she's got curly brown hair, but she's very kind of torn and tattered. Um, very stained nightgown, like she was ready for bed. Um, hmm. Jenny, what what's going on here? Where is everybody? I I don't I don't know. I I've, I've been under here for a couple of of days. I I heard a lot of screaming, just a, a lot of noise coming from the house. It, and now nobody's oh, nobody's what? there. Oh, it, it, it's okay, Jenny. Nobody's there. Wait, where'd they all go? I, I haven't heard did, anything come from there. I haven't heard anybody. Did you go inside? No, no. I've I've been under here for two days. Do you have food? I I don't have any food. Here, <laughs> he reaches in his pack and grabs some food and goes, "Here, here, have some food. You've been under there two days. You gotta be hungry." She kind of looks around, and she just slowly pulls herself out. 
and looks at you and kind of quick grabs the food and kind of looks around again and sits on the bed. She starts eating. Okay. It's okay. I don't, I don't know. A lot of, a lot of people came to the house. That was the party. And and now there's, there's no, there's nothing. There's no sound out. Just all I hear is just this loud heartbeat. You hear a heartbeat? Yeah, it's really it's really loud. Ooh. Hmm. Interesting. So, Jenny, um, do you know where the pond is? Yeah. We have a couple horses by the pond. If we take you halfway there, can you make sure our horses are safe and just hang out with them and pet them and and we'll go look for your mom. But who but is it safe? It's safe. Our horses are very smart. And if you get in trouble, you can just take a horse and ride away, okay, from the danger. I I I can do that. I know how to ride a horse. Well, good. it's very important that you you take good care of our horse and pet them and make sure that they feel safe too, okay? I I I can do that. I'm 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 good right. at riding too. Good. So I think we still want to investigate maybe the rest of the rooms or do we want to take her back to the horses right away? I think we Mm-hmm. Tough one. I think we could take her to the horses. Okay. Well, let's take her to the horses then. Because if we end up fighting anything, I don't want to be <laughs> yeah. having a little girl. You guys make. So that we'll decision. go back. The, we'll go back the way that we came, basically, yep. um, around the manor, peeking into the manor as we continue to go past. Um, bring her back to the horses and uh, kind of show her uh, my horse's name is Dynamite so I introduce her to Dynamite and uh, she can stroke Dynamite a little bit pet him like right under the chin loves to loves to be petted under the chin and then, and then my, horse, my horse's name is Boom because the Boom always comes after the Dynamite <laughs> There you go. Dynamite and boom. <laughs> so, um, I should say the boom always follows dynamite. <laughs> there you go. Do you really want dynamite to go boom? No, not typically considering I'm following him. <laughs> no. Yeah. For him not to. It's like that episode of Seinfeld where you get the beans on discount so you feed the horse the beans <laughs> nice um all right so you bring her back uh you go back to the yeah so the now we're gonna yeah so we're dropping her off by the house and then we're gonna go the other way this time and uh follow the path but still we're peeking into the manor to see if we can see anything all right so the the windows are going to be a little too high up and shrouded by uh, uh, bushes for you to get a really good look. But from what you can see, there's just not 
there's no real any light or or movement coming from from inside. Like I said, all the okay. windows are barred other than the ones that are in the room facing the stables. So there's like bars on most of the windows. Okay. Well, we're uh then we're going to go to the horizontal rooms and yeah, the, uh, other, the other quarters of the north start south to ones. research them front to back kind of so south right. to north all right so as you go through them it's going to be the kind of the same as the as the guest quarter or the uh, servant quarters you know it's four down. gold four gold and a girl yeah no no girl <laughs> just uh you're gonna find you know four eight twelve there's only three rooms so you're gonna find 12 12 golds worth of just crap you know that you can take and probably pawn off so you're gonna add 12 12 gold 12. split yep do whatever you need with your gold i'll let you guys decide that we each got 12 right i got 12 here you got 12 yeah all told yeah all told. that's a good night of drinking yeah that's gonna be all right. All right. So total, you should have what four, eight, twelve, sixteen, twenty-eight gold out of all seven of those. Twenty-eight. Rooms. Twenty-eight. Twenty. Oh. oh. Because you got four gold. Oh, shit. Okay. Room. Cool. And that's I got two more gold than I thought I had. So we should each have four gold 14. in Jenny's room. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Um. So let's uh, let's head towards the manor then. I mean, we've got to research this thing. Sure. So let's go to the front damn door, right? Yeah. I would like to cast Thaumaturgy when we get on the front porch and make my voice boom up to three times as loud as normal for one minute. <laughs> Say, hello! Is anybody here? Call for Eleanor. Eleanor! Oh, shit. I'm yelling and people are asleep. <laughs> I'm waking Who's asleep? Oh, oh, in no. the house. In the house. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> After, in your real world house. <laughs> in the real world, I gotta not yell so loud. Oh, nice. I'm even thinking about that. Well, you're in trouble. Yeah. And, All right. And so, do we get John's, a response? John's feed cuts out. Yeah. Um. So as you, you know, uh, Axe screams for Eleanor, you just hear a man groaning on the other side of the door. Just you kind of hear a little bit of. Uh, are you, sir, sir, are you okay, sir? Then you hear a bunch of. We laughs. gotta get. You hear him kind of laughing. Oh, that's weird. You're this. There's a weird guy on the other side of this door. Are we sure it's a guy? Well, I don't know. It sounds like a guy, but who knows nowadays? Can you open the door? I can try. <laughs> Check the doorknob. It's unlocked. Unlock it. Open. All right. In the Here. entryway, as you open up the door, there's a man laying there. He was kind of dressed for the mask. Um, he's kind of fancy, you know, masquerade. You have the masks and stuff, and they kind of wear weird costumes and shit. And he's just kind of laying there, kind of tattered and torn. I think that guy was at the party. He might know Eleanor. And as you look at him, he he just reeks of, of booze. He's got a, a half-empty bottle next to him. And I grab the bottle. <laughs> as you lean down to grab the bottle, you notice on the uh, on his back 
as he kind of rolls, there's a giant bite mark. Oh. I take a swig of the booth, and I look at him and go, that doesn't look good. Sir. Sir. Have you seen Eleanor? He's just laughing and just starts laughing and says, oh, the godly beating of the heart. And just starts laughing and says, tell me a joke. Um, uh, what do you get if you cross an elephant and a rhino? And he just screams laughter. He doesn't even wait for the punchline. He's just laughing. Um, can I cast Cure Wounds on him? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'd like to cast Cure Wounds on him. Giving him seven hit points back. He's still just, he's laughing and, and just, he he looks better and he's obviously going to be feeling better. But he's just laughing and he says, this, the, the beast's in the cellar. Yeah. <sighs> There more booze in the cellar too. Oh, the Amontillado. Yeah, oh, what is this? Amontillado wine is delicious. It's so good. Ooh. It's the best wine I've ever had. You, you need to get <laughs> some. Drinking more of the booze that was in his hand. So much wine in the there. cellar. It's so good. Do you know if Eleanor's in the cellar? Oh. oh, can you not hear this beating heart? No. Beating heart, man. Because you're you're drunk, you probably hear your own heart, man. He just starts laughing what? maniacally. Although that's what Jenny said too. She said something about a heart. Yeah. Mm, very weird. All right. Well, you did what you can for this man. Let's shut the front door. This feels like I man. This feels like we stepped into like one of them Eddie Poel um, stories. <laughs> it's weird, man. You know, the, like the heart and the and the, and the and the. He's talking about Amontillado. It's weird. And so he <laughs> he reaches. He kind of tries to reach for the jug of booze from you. Don't. Oh yeah, here, here. <laughs> give it back to him. And he and. <laughs> He's healthy enough now to where he just kind of shuffles, crawls, and leans up against uh, the the entryway. I'll, I'll get you another bottle. Don't worry, sir. He's just I've been laughing. There. Just laughs. And he says, "Tell me another joke." Uh, what do you? Uh, what do you? What? What does a dwarf say when he walks into a strip club? Just I was like tuna. Hi ho! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, we leave him probably laughing hysterically at at, at our joke. own jokes, <laughs> and uh, so I think we can we find a ballroom. Is there an obvious place that would have held the festivities? So there's there's only one entrance. And I should have said this when you walked in the room. And straight ahead of you was a doorway that led to the, where that dim light was. Okay. So the the main entryway here is kind of like a a 
less grand entryway. It's just mainly a, a, a room that has some seated chairs on each side. A foyer. Yeah, kind of like a, yeah. Yeah. Is it dark in here other than that dim light? So it's it's not nighttime. So there is some some dim light coming from outside. All right. Um so it's not I it's not completely dark. It's just it's kind of like that almost twilight coming through the windows. At at the whole um dude laughing and talking about the heart and the and the stuff and I'm I'm getting in my own head a little bit and the dim light is enough for me to cast dancing lights. <laughs> what does that do? Uh it I create four torch sized lights within range, making them appear as torches, lanterns, or glowing orbs. They just hover in the air for a duration. Uh they last for up to a minute. Um and they shed dim light in a 10-foot radius. I can move the lights up to 60 feet as a bonus action to a new spot within range. So I'm just kind of keeping them with us as we walk in. And it's a cantrip, so when they end, I'll cycle them again. Just as light for us. Nice. It's kind of a magical torch, basically. <laughs> but I can move them around if I need to separate them and send them out ahead of us. Awesome. All right, so... And then is, is there another door um, towards the back of the room? So, well, there's... So in that entry for your way, uh, there's an entry... There's a doorway that opens up into what would be the entertainment area, the, the hall, the great yep, hall. Yep, I'm walking in there. Um, it's, it's draped with, you know, fine white curtains, and the walls are freshly painted white, and... There's red red smears and handprints and blood all over the walls. Um, there's chairs. This is just, weird. Things are strewn all about. Musical instruments are broken from, from the musicians. Uh, long tables uh, have just rotted food, and it looks like there was a party that, that ended a few days ago that just never got cleaned up. Uh, along the tables, the eating, eating on the food is just rats, and then there are uh, several dead bodies, all costumed, just scattered around the floor. And uh, as you look around, there are three three doors that that uh, exit this room. So, from what we know from the counts, uh, from the Baron's description, um, are any of the bodies Eleanor? Can we tell? Uh, do an investigation. Well, here's here's the question: Would you would you take close inspection? Yeah, like he would have given you a description. Um, a yeah. description of certainly what she was wearing when she yeah. um, would have been at the party. So uh, I'm that's basically what we're looking for: is her dress or her, you know, her likeness. Yeah, and I'm trying to see if there's a description of her, but yeah, he would have given you a description. I have a mm -hmm. six on my investigation. Investigation. Thirteen. Okay. Do I find any money as well? Because I'd be looking for that. <laughs> Are you actually physically rolling people over? 
Yep, if they're face down, definitely. But if you're if you're searching for gold, would you be searching them for gold? Looking oh for yeah, pockets. Sure. Yeah, purse strings, pockets. All right. I mean, so... these are rich folk. They had a ball, a masquerade. Man, there's gonna be money here. As you roll over the first person to to search them, it just kind of starts twitching. <laughs> Jump <And> back, then... <laughs> like Wicked in <laughs> Return of the Jedi with a spear and just. <laughs> Poke at the body a little bit. <laughs> and bursting from their bodies are worm fiends. Uh, so we'll have to... Not good. Not good. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Yeah, this is, this is what I'm thinking. <laughs> Alright, roll for initiative. Gross. Nat 20. Boom. For twenty-two. Fifteen, sir. <clears throat> nice. So the worm fiends rolled eleven on their initiative. Uh isn't aren't you guys John, how does this work for the thing? How did you have it open? I did. Before we rolled initiative. I didn't think so. I clicked start after you rolled initiative. Yeah. You got, um, select the encounter, hit run, and then it should come up with the characters and the bad guys. And then you, when we roll, it should auto populate. If it doesn't, you can type it in the box. I've had to type it in the box cause I didn't have it open to the right page at first when you guys have rolled. And then you run, hit start once all the initiatives are in there. Let's go back to this. Did you get it? Like, I'm in. If there's no way to... Let's restart. All right, restart. So player characters. So I click start and then you roll. Is that how that goes? Um, hang on a second. Let me pull this up. Collections, encounters. Let me pull one up. Um, so you have your list of all the different encounters. Yeah, and I have player characters auto roll initiative and then monsters auto roll initiative. So for for the monsters, hit auto roll initiative. Mm-hmm. For us, don't auto-roll. Our rolls should populate that. If they haven't, um, go ahead and type the initiatives in there. And then at the very bottom, it says start. And that'll so put everyone what, in initiative order. Entry? Yeah, just manual entry. X and... Uh, do, do, do. Well, you don't know. Don't click manual entry. You see where it says initiative by your names? I don't to see the left your names of them. in here at all. Um, you didn't assign them to the. Uh, you didn't assign the players to the encounter. Then, um, when you cre- go into the encounter, here, let's teach people how to use the encounter builder. All right. Um, do it. Do it. Do so it. go go back to your list of encounters. Yep. Um, and when you. Uh, 
if you have it pulled up, there's a game right next to the game log is the hamburger menu. Pull up that and hit edit. Mm -hmm. And then there is under your title, you see the campaign, number of characters, average party level, and manage characters. Click the manage characters button. Okay. And then at the top, you can select preset. You can choose which campaign you want to use. Oh. And yours should be in there. So select that and the only two characters. Well, you have Jeff's turtle in there, so you'll have to go and... I have to hide him. Um, yep, click the hamburger or the little dot, dot, dot menu to hide that character. Mm -hmm. And then, it, um, then close that. And we should be in there then. And then you can save the encounter out again. I wish I had a hamburger. Yeah, no kidding, right? Hamburger would be great right now. <laughs> then when you go to your menu, and then I should be able to or actually it'll bring you back. If you hit save, it'll bring you back to it, and you should hit run encounter, and we should show up there then. Ah, there we go. Okay, so your initiative okay. was Randolph was 20? Randolph was 20, and I was 22. And then auto roll initiative for your... I, I remember um, what they were. So the, uh, 11, I think they were. Uh, nope, it was three. Twelve. It was below us, so it doesn't yeah, <laughs> necessarily. It doesn't matter. Any number lower than twenty would work. Then hit start, and it should put us in. Okay, there we go. Huh. Order. Boom. All right. So there are three. There are three worm fiends. A two. Um. A basically, the bodies are strewn about. So. When you walked in, oh, my dog is so whiny. Can you guys hear that? Yeah, nope. but he's adorable, so it, mm -hmm. it's basically like maybe there's that guy in the front room is just whining because he's out of yeah. liquor. Oh, or fair enough. He's yeah, chuckling and whimpering. The drunk whining. He's um, between laughing and sobbing. <laughs> he doesn't know what to think. <laughs> so basically... The one in front of John is is going to be Worm Fiend A. There's and okay. that one is going to be, uh, I would say probably right as you entered. <clears throat> he would have been the first one you saw. There's going to be one at the far end of the room. If you're looking at the map, you see those the kind of the corner that has the two tables. Yep. Uh, that one is going to have one. And then to the right of that, in front of the doorway, is going to be another one. What are so the, the one on room the, dimensions? The one, uh, the table one is B. Yep, table. And the other one C. Yep, one, two, okay. three, four, five, six. So it's oh, thirty. And then there's I one right it. in front of me. Got it. Between the chairs there. So thirty 35 by thirty-five by 30. feet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you won't have any problems moving around the room at all. I cast fireball. Well, we are dwarfs, so we can only move twenty-five, right? So this is interesting. Yeah. Um, but this room is not an issue. Okay. Um, initiative order, then. Uh, Let's start with on. me, don't we? Okay. Is this seriously that much damage? Really? Uh-oh. A guiding bolt. Holy cow, it is. Oh, yeah. Guiding Bolt's super badass, man. 46? That's amazeballs. Super Guiding Bolt's badass.
I mean, for the first three levels, my my uh, turns are pretty boring. I'm just whacking away, so. And we'll do some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, we like fun stuff. Oh, yeah. All right. Sorry about that. My dogs are whiny little turds. All right. So it's going to go Axe, then Randolph, then Worms. Sounds good. All right. I'm going to aim at aim a guiding bolt at the one by the tables. All right. Oh, I, I rolled the damage first, which is bad. I got to roll the hit. <laughs> I'd say it's been a while since I've played, but I played on Friday night. Uh, 14 to hit. It does. And that damage was 18 was the roll. <laughs> How does he die? <laughs> the the bolt just kind of hits it and it lights up for a second and then just kind of the you said they're worms <laughs> yeah it, it, it's kind of like a reverse worm firework you know the worms you used to light when you're yeah uh, a kid and they kind of grew out of that it, the light hits the front end of it and the whole thing just kind of <laughs> and leaves this black like pile of ash laying on top of the body that <laughs> just kind of will blow away if anyone sneezes or anything. Nice. All right, so as you hit it with your lightning bolt, it just kind of fizzles and kind of from one end to the other turns into dust. Whoops, that was actually supposed to help you. (laughs) 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 Um, No worries, man. Then I'm going to move... I'm going to move away from this one to the other one in the other corner. All right, so you're going to get an attack of AO? And the, they'll get an AO on me, and but I'm not, because I have a spear, I'm only going to move within 10 feet of that other one. All right. Because it has reach of a range. Actually, it has a, oh, hang on. If I use it as melee... Oh, no, if I use it as melee, it's an improvised weapon. Oh, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. What is its... Re- oh, reach is five feet. I do have to be within five feet of it. Never mind. I go right up to five feet of it. Right. But the guy gets an AO on me. Yep. So he's going to roll. <laughs> Natural one for... Nope, oh, no, that's a seven. I lied. Ten. Does ten hit you? No. Ten does not hit me. All right. So he kind of takes a swipe with his jaws at you and misses. I, I kind of plant the butt of my spear in the ground a little bit to hop up over that body and away from it as it bites at my heels. <laughs> and and run I'm up sorry, to the other where, one. where are you, Cooch? Um, I was right in the middle of the room because okay. we were kind of starting to research. All right, good deal. So, you know, looking for Eleanor, basically, so... Um. All right, my goal then. I'm gonna yep. take the one on that John just walked away from. So the one that had nipped at axe, I'm going to go right up to. And my warhammer is a little unique. Um, I designed it myself. I was really proud of it. I showed it to my dad. He thought it was the stupidest thing he ever saw. <laughs> but uh, it's basically got a, it's got a square edge to it. 
so I call it the square hammer. <laughs> and then uh, I'm gonna attack. I'm gonna attack the uh, worm. So I have a plus five to hit, and that's mm-hmm. not gonna help because I rolled a one. Oh, so, isn't it? So, so you take six. a mighty swing with your hammer, and it flies over its head and smashes into the ground next to it. And that was very derpy. So um, I'm just going to hide behind my shield and be done. All right. All right. So it's going to be that worm in front of you's turn. <clears throat> and he is going to do Mask of Violence. The worm fiend twists its face into a terrible rictus of hatred and violence. Each creature within 10 feet of the worm fiend must succeed on a DC 10 charisma saving throw or be frightened for one minute. A frightened target can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on success. If a target saving throw is successful or the effect ends, the target is immune to all worm fiends mask of violence for the next 24 hours. Am I within 10 feet of the worm? Nope. You went to the nope. other one, so you're like, just I don't know, 30 feet away. He's got so a I need a charisma save. Yes. 20. Not even oh, scared yeah. a little bit. Not even scared. Not Hell even yeah. a little bit. Yep. And that's his turn. Uh, I think. There's another yeah. one. And then the next one is going to be the one in front of John. Who also does the exact same thing. So, John, charisma saving roll. Oh, boy. It's a good thing I'm so charismatic. 12. Ooh, just, <laughs> yep. You you, you kind of jump back as it sh- does its mask of violence at you. You kind of, like, startle, but you're fine. Which brings us back to X. Brand, they seem a bit pissed. Well, we better take good care of them, then. I'm going to take my spear with both hands and try and jab it into his face. Fair enough. I keep rolling my damage first. God bless America. (laughs) Does a six hit him? Negative, Ghost Rider. I stabbed the body he came out of. Shit. (laughs) Girls. (laughs) They're already dead, Axe. (laughs) I was aiming for the worm. (laughs) Any bonus actions or movement or anything? Nope. Right. No, it's level one, dude. There's not a whole lot we can do. Grant. All right, I'm gonna swing, swing back with my square hammer. Ah, twenty-four to hit this time. Uh most certainly. Eight damage. It does not look good at all. It's pretty bloody. You, you okay. take your, you take your hammer and you smash it, and you just kind of crumple its body and it's squirming there. But it's still alive. Okay. I'm gonna um before I end my turn, I'm gonna put away my shield and take out one of my light hammers. Alright. And then I'm done with my turn. Alright, so it's gonna be the one in front of you. It's going to <clears throat> swing its claws at you. Do, do, do. Does a ooh, that's a net twenty. All right, John. Good luck. I'm probably dead. <laughs> so two d. So how? God damn it, dogs. Gus, you're fine. Don't uh, worry so, about the dogs. They're delightful. Uh, so 
crit damage is so it's 2d4 plus 1 slashing damage so would that be 3d4 plus 1 a 44 you double it you double the dice okay yeah. if you actually right click on it on the button in D&D Beyond you can it will say roll critical damage in the you encounter cuz i'm damage oh oh in yeah damage no he'll have to do 44 cuz these are not uh oh. the, he made these characters yeah. so the that stuff isn't there Got for him it. to click on. Got it. So John takes seven damage. Oh, it was coming after me? I thought, oh, I thought, I thought he, he was attacking Co- me. Yep, I nope, Cooch. Yeah. Cooch takes seven damage. I am. Um, I, that was, I said, that was I said lucky. John because John was talking to me. <laughs> yeah. That was lucky then. I should have probably been dead. All right. Uh, he's just going to stay put. And then the worm in front of John is also going to bite at him. No. Does a 20, uh, 22 hit you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for... Uh, do, do, do four damage. Four damages. Oof. Hold on, I gotta let the dogs. They're gonna lose their shit again. <laughs> he doesn't have to go to the bathroom. He has dogs that have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. What am I gonna do here? Um. I think I just keep oiling is what I'm going to do here. Question for you, John. Yeah. I've got two weapon fighting, right? So yep. typically that would make me able to attack with as long as I have both light weapons without yep. adding my bonus, right? Correct. And then if you have the feet, well, it is you don't get the bonus damage on the offhand. And if you have so what the if feet, I'm... you what if I'm proficient with the light hammer? That doesn't matter, right? That doesn't matter. That just means you okay. can add your proficiency bonus to your attack rolls with the light hammer, which you get to add your proficiency bonus to the attack rolls with both the weapons, but you don't get the strength bonus on the damage of the offhand weapon unless you have the two-weapon fighting feat. Got it, sir. Thanks. Yep. All right. So that worm fiend is done, and it's back to Axe. Axe. Back to Axe. Not, not Axe is going to take a spear. <laughs> Two-handed and try and stab the bastard again. Um, it's an 11. Hit it. Uh, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Stab the body again. Damn things move too quickly. Oh, and by the way, I forgot to mention, because I'm a dummy, uh, with Ellie, she would have given you each a potion of healing. On top oh. of the ones we had in our inventory already? Yep. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. Because when you said go ahead and take one <laughs> pregame, I added one to my inventory too. Yep. Yeah, yeah it, absolutely. She would, have, she would have given you one as well. All right, cool. Uh, my goal, right? Uh, well, if Axe wants to use his... Oh, right. 
bonus action. What would I use my bonus action for? No, if you wanted to use it for a potion of healing, I would allow that. Technically, by the rules, I can't unless you're allowing us to drink a potion with a bonus action. Why not? We can drink potions as bonus actions. Okay, cool. Then I, I will drink that potion with a bonus action. Potion of healing. 2d4 plus 2. So technically right. technically these adventures are made for 5 to 6 characters. So I'm uh, going to be kind of loosey-goosey with... Ooh, hey, I'm full again. I'm into it. Healed All myself right. for 8. Nice. Nice work. Which so, brings me up to my full 8 hit points. <laughs> as I look around, do I still see two worms? Both yep. damaged? Yep, one in front of you, and the one in front of John doesn't have any damage. Yep, got it. I've okay. been, the the body though is wrecked. The body it came out of is <clears throat> yeah, looks like Swiss cheese, man. Toast. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna. Uh, I uh, so now I'm holding my. Uh, let's see. I'm putting away my square hammer and pulling out my other light hammer. So I just two. Uh, light hammers. And I'm going to be attacking the guy right in front of me. And that's a 20. So I believe that he's going to be dead. <laughs> Eight damage to the one right in front of me. Yep. Yep. How does how does that one die? Yeah, I mean, I, I bring it down right on his head. And it's probably gross but like splat yeah definitely <laughs> and then uh, I'll just use my bonus action and I'll throw it throw my other light hammer at the uh, other guy that's over by John don't roll on that one please <laughs> oh my god one yeah. Um, John, fuck? roll roll a D three. A D three? D four? D four, I'm sorry. Yeah, the damage is a D four for this weapon. Jesus. Oh shit, four. Take four damage. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, the, the hell land. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm not hitting them, but you don't have to get violent about it. Do you, All right. Do you want to do anything with your movement? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to move right up to the other guy and then say my turn's over. <laughs> All right, man. That is dumb fuckery. All right. Well, he's going to... Uh, that final worm is going to take a bite out of crime at Rand since he just rolled up. New guy on the block. Uh, I'm not a threat. <laughs> yeah. 18 hit. 18 hits. Uh, three damage. Oh, still alive. Double ones on the on the dice roll. <clears throat> cool. All right, Axe, your turn. I'm going to try and poke him again. <laughs> oh, fuck me. 
<laughs> went from an 18 to a 4. So it's a 6. Nope, that doesn't do anything. I'm, I'm kind of holding the back of my head as I stab, <laughs> stab at the thing again. Makes sense. I mean, it does. <laughs> Anything else you want to do? I'm going to move away from it. And get an ale? Yeah, I'm moving to the opposite corner of the room. All right. Not more than... Wait, where's my... Oh, yeah. I moved to the opposite corner of the room. My full movement. Yeah, it was on me. Alright, so, oops. We're gonna do this. 18 hit. Yeah, yeah, he catches my heel as I turn. And 9 damage. I, I trip and fall face first, unconscious, on the floor. Alright. Oh my god. <laughs> cool. I do have another potion of healing on me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm at two, though, so I can't help you no, that's until fine. I help me. Randolph? So I'm going to use my second wind. As I see my friend go down, Like my, I feel this rejuvenation. And so I need to roll a d10. All right, I guess I'll gain seven health. And that's going to have to be enough. Smash this damn thing. Um, Boy, it's not going to help if I... Yeah, uh, that was my bonus action. So I'm going to just have to attack. Yeah. 14 to hit. Six damage. All right. It's it's taking some lumps. And I'm going to pick up my other hammer and then be done. All right. So it's going to be the Worm Fiend's go. It doesn't help that this Worm Fiend is hitting on every single shot. And I'm right in its face. No, so. 21 to hit. Yeah, mm. sure. At least it wasn't a crit. Yeah, it's... right. Low damage. Uh, Come on, low damage. Six damage. Hey, there we go. <laughs> All right. Good enough. John? Um, Dax. Let's see. Saving throw. Right? That's a fail. One failure. Right. I should be able to kill it this round, but... Theoretically. I'm going to take my attack, and if I don't hit it, I have to just potion myself. So, All right, I'm going to attack then. Oops, wrong, wrong, wait, wrong weapon. Just wait. This one. Twelve. Yep. Uh, sorry, seventeen to hit. Yep. And then... Eight damage. Oh yeah. How does this one die? Uh just splat, just again. Actually I'll hit it like a golf club and I'll hit it and whack it against the wall. 
So as you swing, smart work. <laughs> you got your you got your swing from behind, hit it right in the face, and with your follow through, the teeth fly out of its maw and embed itself into the wall. All right, now I'm gonna run over to. I'm gonna run over to my friend Axe, and I'm gonna say, Axe, drink this, and I'm just basically gonna pour my potion of healing into his mouth. Yay! How many hit right. points? We're out of we're out of initiative, and that's where we're gonna stop it. I, I want to know my hit points. What hit points do I have? <laughs> All right, it'll give you eight hit points. That I am full. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, and then I'm gonna ask you if you have a potion of healing for me. Because I, I am also very injured. Well, you didn't use mine? Here. <laughs> I can give you mine. All right. And I'll roll for that one as well. Because I'm not looking so hot. They didn't have any money on them, did they? <laughs> well, here's the All thing. Right. Uh, yes. We'll do this real quick. Oh. Um... <laughs> I, I was asking Rand, but... <laughs> Oh. Uh those worms didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that was uh, weird, huh? Where is that? It looks like those worms were eating the people. They weren't named Eleanor, were they? I didn't see the I didn't see the clothes that the count said Eleanor was wearing, so okay. the Baron said she was wearing so I don't think she's in here alright so just to where is it Jesus Christ um why can I not find it The so as you search the people you do find No, the worm fiend. Treasure. The worm fiends wear mask, finery, and jewelry worth a collected 120 gold. Wow. Yeah. So, like, basically, you're taking all the jewelry and, and gold stuff off of the people that are there. Sure. All right. Cool. So that is where we will stop that. Um, John, why don't you take jewelry worth 60 and I'll take jewelry sure. worth 60. That'll work. Awesome. Alrighty. So I think that went fairly well. Nice work. I mean, speak for yourself, John. He's he's just like feeling the death. <laughs> yeah, I, I laughed because Alquin was like, and Norm kills his first group and I didn't think I was going to, and then suddenly I was going to. When you said level make level one, one characters, I went, oh shit. <laughs> level one can get pushed over with the fingers. Level level ones, if you don't have like a party of four or five, mm -hmm. it's yeah. Well, so I, I this see. is supposed to be five worm fiends and a swarm of rats. 
Oh, shit. So I set it up as a swarm of rats and three worm fiends because they only had 11 hit points and the swarm of rats had 24. I didn't even pull in the swarm of rats. That makes sense. I mean, because I'm, I'm just not sure how this it. is going to scale with only two people when it's made for five to six. So perfect. I mean, it worked out really well. Continue to use your strategy like this and it'll put us in some difficult positions, but hopefully we'll gain some yeah. levels at some point and we'll gain some durability. So. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, All right. On that note, we are Tuners in Quest. We are here Sunday mornings, 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Uh, we will be here next Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Uh, we will continue this story, I believe, assuming Genius is out, correct? He out I again? So. I don't know. I, I think he is. I think so. I'm um, not sure. But yeah, this story will continue. He said four out of the next six weeks, he said. He's yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And there's going to be one weekend in there that we'll have to maybe switch it up. Uh, if you guys are down to do it on a different morning or night. Sure. We can talk about that. Sounds uh, good, man. Um, yeah, find us everywhere you get your podcast from. Find us everywhere the social media. Uh, it's weird transitioning from DM to hype man when you're not used to that. Uh, Doing a great job. Patreon.com slash quest. Go to uh, our uh, oh uh, bit.ly slash our fun discord for all of our links. Join our discord. Have some fun. Uh, yeah. Tell others about the show. Uh, we want some reviews wherever you get your podcast from. So review us, rate us, let us know how we're doing. All that fun, happy horse shit. So for me, for DMJC, for Cooch and the Missing Lazy Dragon. Peace out, bitches. Boomtown, get them. Making Swiss cheese. Mm -hmm. Dumb fuckery with hammers. <laughs> Dumb fuckery with hammers. <laughs> <laughs>